When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Big news. The Athletic NBA show will now bring you even more content through the Athletic Audio Plus. Subscribe now for a free 30-day trial via Apple Podcasts to listen to bonus specials, exclusive interviews, Q&As, and more. And after your trial, it's only $1 a month for access to all Athletic Audio, plus bonus content across our entire network of shows. Check out the Athletic NBA Show's latest bonus episode now, only on Apple Podcasts. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Booker the drive, gets inside, leans in, knocked away, it's stolen by Holiday. Phoenix has to foul, and a pinnacle ball throws it down. And a foul. Giannis on the alley-oop. Bruh. New York strip steak? Ooh. This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? Dang. Thank you. With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. A light crew, but a great crew today. I got Jay King, I got Trevon yes, Edwards, and we're doing a little free agency primer as this week all of the madness kicks off on, uh, what is it, the 2nd, I think. Things can become official on the 6th. And one thing becoming official on the 6th, the Russell Westbrook to the Lakers trade. We're going to start off with that. That was the news of draft day this last Thursday as we found out that the, the Lakers weren't trading for Buddy Heald. Wizards swooped in and said, how would you like a Russell Westbrook? So it's, uh, I think it's, what is it, KCP, the 22nd pick. Uh, we've got Kyle Kuzma. We've got Montrez Harrell. And then a couple of second round picks and Russell Westbrook heading to the Lakers. And so initially everyone's thought is, you know, Russ gets to go home. Where's the shooting going to be? You know, how is this? Uh, is it good? Because you can always have two of these guys on the floor. And that's the reason to have this. And so I'm actually pretty positive on the trade. But Trey, I'm I'm curious in this sense. It's been about, I'd say, eight years since Russ was on a team where he really didn't think he was the guy. Right. Maybe eight a little years. bit. Maybe uh, a little bit in Houston. How How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> how old is Russell? Because that's how long he's thought he's he a man on his be, team. He might be 32 now. I yeah, think, he, he, he's thought 31. he was a man. No, I would say because at UCLA, he probably didn't think he was a man. Yeah, UCLA. When he was playing just a few minutes a game Maybe. his freshman year. Maybe. But okay. Ever so, since then, I would say. All right. So that was what? So, all right. 14 years ago. <laughs> 14 years ago since Russ hasn't felt like he's or Russ hasn't felt like he's the guy. You can't feel like you're the guy with LeBron and AD on the team. So that begs the question, Trey, of how do you think Russ will adjust to this new role for him? Um, I think it'll start off as an adjustment. But, you know, this, we, what we've experienced with the Nets of guys that haven't played with each other outside of all-star games and things of that nature. Um, it, it's it's a touchy territory because you don't want to step on toes. And obviously, uh, LeBron is the alpha and we'll pretty much have most of the say so but russ also is a do what i want type of guy i think that he'll try to fit in as much as possible but he's also playing at home for the first time in his career since college so um those things can clash yeah i can see happening you know what i mean because you know obviously russ is gonna pack the house obviously the city of los angeles loves it but i don't personally love the fit because again He's a basketball player and he can make adjustments, but both of those players need the ball in their hand at most of the time of the game. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. And then the shoot, the lack of shooting and the lack of wings over there is just startling right now. They, they need to figure out something to, to space the floor for those guys. They need to figure out something to defend around those guys. 
they they need a lot of work on this roster and they have hardly any chips to get that stuff done. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of like, you know, let's hope this guy takes a minimum deal because they don't have the flexibility to even do like a sign and trade is going to hard cap them. Um, You know, they I don't think they'll have the mid-level exception. I guess it depends on where they are in the tax, but like that's going to be limited. They're not going to have the biannual exception, I don't believe. So it really is just going to be like, hey, do you guys want to chase a ring here? Don't do it in Brooklyn do it here in LA. Like this is, this is the spot to do it. But I do wonder like in terms of the fit one, I, and I wrote this uh, on the athletic when I did the, the trade grades, um, the Lakers have been so bad offensively when LeBron is off the floor the last two years. And they thought they fixed it last year when they, they got Dennis Schroeder and Montrez Harold to be like those guys that had helped boost that offense. And, it was a disaster. It was the same disparity as the year before LeBron leaves the floor. doesn't matter who's on. Like they become one of the worst offenses in the league. I do wonder Jay, if this is going to be where that finally gets corrected. Cause you can stagger to keep like Russ and AD on the floor together. And if that's the case, I got to imagine that's going to be good enough to keep things afloat to where even if the depth isn't there, the depth becomes like how you stagger your stars. But, but here's the thing is how often has Russell Westbrook, except when he was with KD, led a great offense? Well, it doesn't, I don't know if it needs to be great. It just needs to not be one of the worst in the league, you know? Yeah. Like, I, and, like it's, maybe a fair, you, it's a fair maybe question. Can, but and, and maybe you can do that with off. both Russ and Anthony Davis together because that is that is different than Russ and, you know, all the athletic guys and Steven Adams that they had in Oklahoma City. Right when he was there or, or even it's different than Russ and Bradley Beal. But I just have like the efficiency with Russ has never been there. And in this situation, I just have so many questions. Like, does he bring you enough of what you need to, to kind of make up for all the stuff that he doesn't bring? Absolutely. And, and that's always like a, a complicated question with Russ. I feel like. Because he does I, so much, I think we're. I think the Lakers are getting, um, the closest the closest thing to Kobe Bryant and passion, and how hard he's going to play. I think the Lakers fans is going to love Russ, no matter what. You know what I mean? Despite him, you know, obviously in the analytic wise view of, you know, him not being a great shooter, especially him getting older. But how you guys mentioned him playing with Anthony Davis, I think that he's going to excel in that situation of being able to get him the ball. But then this is also the first time the Lakers have had a all-star point guard outside of Steve Nash bad back uh, since Nick Van Axel and Magic Johnson. So um, the things that he'll be able to bring to the table is pace, you know, um, and, and definitely leadership. Disrespect to Smush Parker, by the way. Um, shout out to Smush Parker. No, no, no disrespect to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did his thing. But just, but just, but just overall, I think that he's going to leave it all on the floor. And I feel like it's only two cities that really appreciate that stuff. And you know, what I mean, it's LA and New York. You know what I mean? Where you play hard, and no, no matter the results, you're gonna get love for it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that he gonna he gonna bleed purple and gold as long as he's in that uniform. If he uh, if he embraces the fact that he's not the best dude on the team or doesn't need the ball at all times, I wonder. Oh, he he is he is. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, he's got. Are you to. sure though? He's got. Yes, to. yes. Like he doesn't because have a choice. Every, no, no. Every everybody bows to Brown. Yeah. I don't care. I don't but, care. But who here's he is. the thing: he didn't bow to KD. He didn't bow to James Harden. But he Listen. he viewed KD as a contemporary, right? Like LeBron also, is he, is older. But also they they grew together. They got better together. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron is Le- still LeBron, LeBron. Had made the finals by the time Russ came into the league, right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, th- think about this, Jay. You got brothers, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to treat your brother differently than you treat your brother. You're going to be like, that's just my brother. But I'm like, yo, your brother's a legend. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So in that KD situation, it's like, I don't think he could, could really enjoy KD like he's supposed to enjoy KD. You know what I'm saying? Because he played with him so long. But if you have a guy like LeBron, you like, oh, I always wanted to play with LeBron when you already had your own LeBron. You feel me? 
So you're going to view it a little differently. And everybody still look at LeBron as LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's ranked top. This is the argument that I've been having with a, a few people. He's coming into, i seen some lists where he's going to be predicted as number four best player in the league. And I'm like, well, he's going to be 37 years old. Um, he averaged, what, 25 points per game last season. I'm not saying that he's washed, but I do think that he's, like, going to fall in the top 10. And some people were like, no, he's LeBron. And that's how most guys think that yeah, way. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for until, sure. Until the crown's knocked off. But I'm just trying to think of, like, well, shit, they was, you know, putting Kobe at 93. When does LeBron get that type of... <laughs> Well, pro- probably he's he not gonna get it. He's gonna be number one for the rest of his career. I mean, probably like he would have to have like the major injury, right? That's why Kobe got knocked down so yeah. much because it was like he had the Achilles, and it's like, all right, no one comes back from that really. Uh, yeah. Is is it funny though to think like uh, LeBron only averaged twenty five last year, right? Like yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, no, all his all his numbers have always been kind of discredited or normal for sure. Well, because he also with- he, he also does that bullshit of uh, he's like, yo, I'm not even a scorer. It's like, dude, you have the fifth highest scoring average in NBA history. You're a scorer, okay? Just because you like to pass doesn't mean you're not a scorer. Like you you're mm-hmm. a scorer. You're one, of, and by the way, you're one of the best at it ever. But you know, but you know why I think that he doesn't get that 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 note that 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 pat on the back is because it's it doesn't look pretty. Yeah, that's you know true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't have it's that a, a, the so, aesthetic that like Kevin Durant has, right? Kobe yeah. had that Carmelo yeah. had even, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because when you when you look at how he get it, it's like it's dunks, some bully layup, it's the side, it's the uh, Akron step. <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> the Akron step. Uh, the Akron step, step. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's a scorer. No matter how he want to look at it, right. it's just not as pretty. It's stiff. It's explosive. It's through the chest. But he gonna get twenty five to thirty points, and he just made, he's been doing it for so long that it just looks regular. And the same thing with the triple double, regardless of how people say, oh, you know they don't count. It's still a triple. You know how hard it is to get a triple double. Like it's hard, man. I can't even get that on video game, bro. <laughs> okay, but but here's the other part about Russ, and going back to the question earlier about will he take a back seat. What does Russ look like when he's taking a back seat? So, like, how, how much of himself is he going to sacrifice if he takes a back seat? Like, how how does how does he impact a team if he's taking a back seat? Because he's not going to shoot the three, right? He he's he's obviously going to get he, he assists and, and rebounds and stuff, try. or he's going to shoot the three, but, but he's not he going to make them three because he's terrible. Not um, in a consistent, not in a yeah. consistent way. I'll so say. so what does he look like I, if he is taking a back seat? And that's why I think there's going to take. This is going to take a lot of time for these guys to adjust to each other. Sort of like when LeBron and Dwayne Wade first played together. Um, and Wade at that point was much better than Russell Westbrook is now. For I think. sure. But but Jay, I think that's the that's the answer though, right? Is like Dwayne Dwayne Wade couldn't shoot threes. Like he was a better yeah. three point shooter than, yeah. than Russ, but he couldn't shoot threes. But he made his presence known by using his athleticism to cut. And to find the yeah. ball on the move. And I think Russ can do that. We haven't seen him do that well, a whole lot. Well, he's but he's been doing it early on. So he's going to have to go back and adapt to his UCLA play. Yeah. Take pride on defense again. Passing lanes. Cutting. You know what I mean? Because LeBron's going to find him all the time. And I think he's going to find LeBron. So I think they're able to coexist. I think when teams start to pack the paint, that's when it's going to get interesting yeah. if they don't fill this roster with shooters. But, but then the other part of that is that Heat team had Ray Allen. That Heat team had Shane Battier. That Heat team had even Mario Chalmers who could space the court. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to sign some shooters. And I don't know. I mean, obviously this is a gamble because you you know you're hitting the luxury cap. And then also, are these players going to play a full season together? You know what I'm saying? Like, are these players like all this stuff matters? You yeah. can put it down, and I don't, that's why I think a lot of a, a lot of people didn't react to it with hate. You know what I'm saying? Like how they deal with James Harden going to the Nets because it's kind of a realistic standpoint where you kind of have to be realistic and say, "Well, I don't love this because," and you got so many different options. It's going to be a honeymoon phase where they're going to win like 13 to 17 games in a row, and people are going to be like, "We were wrong." But then it's going to be some games where they drop some games, and it's going to be like either J.R. Smith game one where LeBron's doing the meme, <laughs> or you know what I mean, or we love Russ and say you know like we shouldn't have critiqued him the way it is. And I, I think that's the beauty of this. Yeah, I think one way where it, it helps because we know LeBron kind of wants to like run selectively or have it more grind out half court. With Russ, I think where you get the value for him is he can grab and go. 
right? So I think the I think what you do is like Russ, you push the tempo, and then if there's nothing there, pull back. We've got LeBron to orchestrate things, and that's where I think you can find a, a good balance when everyone's got to be on the court. Um, and then yeah, like who they sign in free agency is going to be is going to be huge, and I don't even know like what's that going to look like. Does that can look- they find a sign and trade for Dennis Schroeder? Um, may I mean maybe because like, that's all that's always a, a long Dennis shot, Schreuder, right? Like that's the thing but, I keep looking at. Like, why would you want Dennis Schroeder? He's not a bad player, <laughs> but he's not a good player, right? Like he is like a like if it was baseball, he'd be a a quadruple A player, right? That made up league where you're not quite good enough to be in the majors, but you're also not a triple A player. You're not a minor leaguer. Like that's what I feel like he is for value in wanting to play him on the court. Like, yeah, you can find value. OKC made it work really well with him um, at times, but I, I kind of felt like that was the outlier. Like, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe you can find a sign and trade, but even then, why are you helping out the Lakers here? What can they give up? They don't have a lot of picks to move. So like, what's the benefit there that you get Dennis Schroeder? Why? And then the other piece of this, like LeBron used to be the guy. Right. Where everyone wanted to play with LeBron, like all the minimum guys, all the bargains. They wanted to chase a championship with LeBron. Does he have that anymore? Last year, we saw everyone went to Brooklyn. Mm, Yeah, I I, everyone went to Brooklyn. I think he does. But but that the fact that Brooklyn is another possibility here, because how many how many other teams existed in the past? Where it was like, oh no, I, I'll consider that over trying to go. Yeah, play and with then the, the Warriors when they were them, they got like David West to yeah, yeah, give they up got like David twelve West. million dollars exactly. or whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. So like, I do think it's there, but I don't think it's a a no brainer like it was before because Brooklyn exists, and and you may have to do even less there. But what does success in the free agency look like? Is it like we got Bryn Forbes and Mo Harkless on minimum deals? Still could be valuable, right? But is that yeah. like is that what they max out at? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that what that ends up looking like. Um, speaking of free agency, guys, Kyle Lowry. He seems to be the big name, I think. That's that, why. Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. Why, um, why? Because he's he going to swing a championship or he Damn. could swing a championship. He might. He what? might. Um, I don't know. I um, Well, OK, so yo, if, he, if he goes to no, Philly, let's be honest here, bro. Let's be honest. I, I want to be honest for a second. Are we really treating Kyle Lowry like this is the Kevin Durant 2016 free agency? Well, no, thing? no. I don't think it's that far, but I think it's along the lines of last. He's holding up a lot of bread right now, though. If he don't get nothing done by tomorrow, it's a lot of people that can't move, and that's crazy to me. That's true. Yeah, I mean, he is he is a he is for a thirty five year old that didn't play a full season. It's crazy to me. Yeah, but he was also forced to live in Tampa Bay. Like, I don't think you can. Play a full yeah, season if you right, live right. in Tampa Bay, but I, I, I think, I think it's more along the lines of who's going to trade for Drew Holiday last year, right? I think it's that kind of value where it could swing something big. Um, Dallas, really? Dallas is very in the mix, right? They want to sign him and put him next to Luca, which I think would be phenomenal. Miami is trying to work out, uh, you know, space and and flexibility to to bring him in. We know Philly's going to be a he player not in this. Pass that body fat test every week. <laughs> That's true. He's not like that's right now. That, that, that might be he might get one talk with Pat Riley and just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. keep my rotund nature and just do what I do. Um, <laughs> Philly has seemed to be the whole, you know, the the draw him going back home. But that's also like a little complicated without a Ben Simmons trade. Um, and maybe that ends up being a sign and trade if part of a Ben Simmons. I don't know. But um, but the uh, I feel like. You know, New Orleans is trying to position themselves. I like that idea, but I don't think it's the best idea for him. So I don't know. Does Dallas feel like the most likely? Nah, I see Miami. Miami and then I can see DeMar going there with him mm. um, as a reunion. Ooh. But I'm just, I mean, what what needles does that really move? I'm just not, I'm not really getting hyped up off of it like that. I'm still looking at Kyle Lowry being a 35-year-old point guard about to make $90 million, 30 a year. Well, if you had look, if you had, there's Chris Lowry. Paul and there's Lowry. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, is the, is Chris the like, one that made sense? Is Chris Paul going to be a Laker last deadline, or him being in Philly last season when the teams didn't pull those type of triggers? Right. Now, from fresh from scratch, from I mean from from scratch, I don't know. I don't love. I don't love him on any team right now. 
Well, I'd love, to, I'd love him in Philly. I would love really? him in Philly. Yeah, absolutely. Because if it if, if it you, gets if Ben Simmons ben? off the off the ball, yeah. No, if Ben got to go though. Probably, but oh, like they want to they want to get rid of him anyway. The trick the yeah. tricky part is finding a trade right now for Ben because like Daryl Morey, as he should, at least right now, is wiling out in terms of what he's asking for. Those like, are my favorite reports of this this he summer. Asked, he every, he every asked the Cavs. It, for a Coro, Garland, Sexton, three picks. He asked the Spurs for four firsts and two pick swaps. He asked the Warriors for Wiseman and Wiggins and the seven, the 14, and, and like and two extra picks. Yeah. For a <laughs> like, guy who was getting benched in crunch time of playoffs at times. I mean, that's crazy. But the thing is, like, Ben Simmons is going to be really good the next stop he goes to. He's really good in Philly. It's just he famously... That's two five. Two five. Oh, that's right. You're right. My bad. Two five. I can't believe you said his name. Uh, I forgot we were on buds. Um, We're gonna have to like figure out. Like he's able to. He's able to still be productive. Absolutely. He and he uses his body well. He's an underrated defender. Yeah. But I mean, really, how they should use whatever team ends up getting him. He should be used like Draymond Green's used in Golden State. That's the best way to use him. Absolutely. But him and I know him and Drake can't play together because they play the same. No, 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 no. I'm not saying put him in Golden State. I'm just saying whatever team gets him, use him like Draymond is move used him in, to the four. So, yes, you move, move him to the four. A lot of dribble move. handoffs, a lot of like, you know, a lot of a high, lot of him, high, him high on post, the roll. High post work. Yeah, him high on post yeah, work. High post work, him on the roll, trying to make plays for people, like get him moving towards the basket. That's what he needs to be. Yeah. Otherwise, like, because that's the funny thing is, like, the internet is scoffing at a lot of this stuff. And it's like, 2-5 is still a very good player. He just has this real big hang-up that he needs to get rid of. And you can't prove that he got rid of it until you start the season, but they want to get rid of him before the season starts. Yeah, like, if he was next to someone like Nikola Vucevic, you know, he, he would he could make sense. Because Vucevic, like, he's going to do a lot of his stuff out at the three. Mm-hmm. And then he Simmons could be the roller and the, the Draymond type. But it, it's like Draymond succeeds because he's willing to buy into that, all of it. When and he's and also it, a genius. Like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, And he's always moving, moving, moving. There's there's a an intensity to the way Draymond plays, even on offense. How hard he cuts, how hard he rolls, how hard he does everything. It just brings a level of life to an offense. And Simmons doesn't always do that. And so if he could buy into that role, then yeah, he'd be awesome in it. Right. But but we haven't seen that yet. But back to Kyle Lowry, I think I think he could really he he wouldn't do it in the way that Chris Paul did, but he can bring a level of toughness. He can bring a level of playmaking. He can bring a level of three-point shooting. And he can bring a level of maturity that could push a team over the top. When I, when I think of Miami, it's like Bam, Jimmy, and Kyle. Those are three tough MFers right yeah, there. Yeah. And if, if you put them together, you could have an awesome defense. Your offense would be better. And Yeah, because yeah, I mean, he can shoot. Like, and then he, he, he might have an impact on the Duncan Robinsons and the Tyler Heroes and, and put them in better positions and Tyler and raise a level go. of competition on a daily basis. So I, I just think, and a lot of, and Dallas too, like Dallas's problem the last two years has been that Luca is their only creator, their yeah. only guy. So their offense could be awesome during the regular season and it was but when it comes to the playoffs like it's a lot harder to thrive like that if you have Kyle Lowry and you have to guard Luka the way teams have to guard Luka and then Kyle Lowry is your your secondary creator like that's tough and I just think he has a chance he's not a number one guy for sure but he's a perfect number three right and or number two I guess in Dallas's case they they still wouldn't have you know, the, the, no, they're, they're still stuck with Chris Dabbs. 
Chris Stapps. Hopefully he'll he'll play better this season. But or elsewhere. But yeah, I just think Kyle Lowry in in a couple of places can make a huge difference. And then who knows? Like he could go to New Orleans and and bring a level oh, of maturity that Zion. I don't love I, he that. doesn't he doesn't change New Orleans into a contender at all. But if if but he, he, put, he impacts Zion and shows Zion yeah. the way, then that that could be help super helpful long term. So. I, I like Lowry in a lot of places. I'm a huge Lowry guy. I love the way he plays. I love the way he competes. I love the way he doesn't care about anything except winning. So Trey brought up something interesting of like, all right, let's say Kyle goes to Miami and then DeMar tries to join him, right? The DeMar DeRozan part of these, this free agency is fascinating to me because he could go make a lot of money in a bunch of places, but it sort of sounds like he may be willing to take a big discount to go to a winning spot. Who? DeRozan. It's not happening. I'm going to tell you that now. That's cap. <laughs> I'm not saying take a minimum or take like a mid-level. We're still talking like 18 to 20, 25 million a year, but I don't think he's pushing for like the Kyle Lowry, like three for, you know, three for 90. Hey man, I'm going to tell you right now, all that Lakers shit is cap. Oh no, the Lakers, that's not even possible. That's not possible. But there are a bunch of places he can go where he can still make a bunch of money, but maybe take under value if he wants to win. Hey, my my guy lives in California, bro. Them, 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 them taxes don't pay himself. Hey, I don't think I don't think he, I don't think him or any other player in this generation is taking a a, a pay cut because they got they got they got priors <laughs> long term. <laughs> so be looking for that bag if you're trying to get my if you're trying to get Demar or any of those dudes, man. I just don't see it. Somebody gonna pay, but I just don't see him just taking anything less that he can possibly get. No, you but what, what but what is the value of him here? Right, like what, like what? It, what are people going to put think, that at? I still think he can get from eighty to hundred. Over four, yeah, but over level. four, but over four, like that's twenty million a year, right? Like that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like that, like somewhere oh, in that, that range. range. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah no, I, the, the idea I, that he's going to take this massive cut to go be on the Lakers with other, no, that's that, that's not happening. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it, you probably need to work a sign and trade for him, stuff. but he could take, you know, somewhere in that eighty to hundred range. And end up on the Knicks, right? Or end Absolutely. up on like a team where he can really help them get to a next level. Yeah. I just think that everybody's so stacked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's no no like knock to his game. But I just think that everybody's so guard heavy and wing heavy to a point where it's it's slim pickings on options. Yeah. You know I, what I mean, I, I think with him, though, with DeRozan, like he proved the last two years in San Antonio, like you can play him big, right? Oh, he's, yeah, he can play one through four. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what, that's where his value is of like, is he's so efficient. He he's shown himself to be a, an incredible playmaker, which I don't mm-hmm. think was totally there. The that first was, few that years. was probably his most, his most underrated uh, skill. Yeah. And, I feel. and then he's guarding one through four most nights, like extremely yep. well like that's where i think like, and, and low maintenance yeah it's super low maintenance yeah exactly low maintenance one of the most respected guys in the locker room right so yeah but his like where he ends up is going to be is going to be fascinating to me ideal like i don't think it's going to happen but if there was a sign and trade that put him on the clippers so that he could be like kind of that secondary star until Kawhi gets back, I guess probably a year from now. I would, I to me, that, that would be the greatest situation in terms of. I never even thought about the Clippers. I, I like that, that idea. Yeah, is I there a way they could feasible. do it? I mean, you, you could do a sign and trade. It's just do you want any of the the Clippers players they'd send out? Canard, yeah, like Canard or like a Marcus um, Morris or something like that. And then Bob, on top yeah. of that, like, do they they don't really have picks to send, right? So that's what makes it super tough. I like that yeah. idea though. Yeah, like that probably mm. means you're sending off like Terrence Mann. And then he could carry the the offense, help carry the offense yeah. while Kawhi's out. He can play a little point too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he becomes the the I don't the, lead, <laughs> the lead distributor that that Tyloo wants, right? Yeah. But I again, I like that's just an idea. That's not a rumor. I just like I've thought of that. Like, man, if they could figure that out, that would be mm. a perfect situation to me. I've never considered the Clippers. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, let's play a game, a little quick game before we leave that I like to call Match or Dispatch. Jade, hit me with some game show music. This is the game in which we look at restricted free agents around this summer. 
and try to figure out if, he, if their incumbent team should try to match an offer sheet or dispatch them to a new team. So we will start off with the New Orleans Pelicans and Lonzo Ball. Now, obviously, some of this will determine be determined by if they can grab a, a main point guard in free agency, whether that's a Kyle Lowry or a Mike Conley Jr. or whomever. But I also don't know that they love the idea of keeping Lonzo Ball around. It, for whatever reason, he, they haven't seemed to be in love with him, and I think he's really good. So if there is an offer sheet that is significant for Lonzo Ball, Jay, do the Pelicans match or dispatch? I think they will dispatch, but I think they should match. There's just been so much smoke about how they don't want to pay him. Right. They they haven't really bought into him. And I don't really get it. <laughs> to me, he's a really good fit next to Zion Williamson. Yeah. To me, I would want a guard who's like 6'6", can defend, has become a good shooter, like likes to get out in transition and can be very, very good in a, in a distributing role. Is in elite that sense. at pushing full court, right? At getting the ball up the floor where Zion is probably going to be. I just, I, unless there's something they know that just isn't public knowledge. I, I just don't understand why they seem to be so out on Lonzo. I don't get it, but, but it seems like there's been a lot of smoke around that. Dating back like what a year, a year and a half. It's it's been a while. That yeah, it seems they haven't been fully committed to him. Yeah, it looked like they so, were going to try to move him at the deadline. You know, um, I th- I believe Chicago is super interested in him. Uh, Trey, if you're the Pelicans, would you would do you think they match or dispatch? I see a dispatch. They're not going to pay him eighty million. Um, Chicago might have a bag for him. I, I know they're been flirting with him and to, yeah. to land him. I would honestly like him there or, or like him in. Uh, um, another situation where he can play. He's getting better. He's shooting better. His defense has been there. Um, you know, I think I think that uh, I would like to see him in uh, in uh, you know New Orleans, but I think they you know they're gonna either try to sign somebody or you know they got Kara Lewis and yeah you know guys like that. Well, speaking of Chicago, our next one up on Match or Dispatch, Lowry Markinen who they also tried to get rid of before the deadline. Uh, Trey, do the Bulls match or dispatch Lowry Markkinen? Dispatch. And let me help him pack his bags. <laughs> it, is, go, it has not been great recently. No, it hasn't, man. You know, he can go, honestly. Um, send him to Denver or something like that. Also, he does not fit with Vooch at all. Yeah, th- that's my thing. Like... I can I can forgive him for having a bad year under Jim Boylan, who I don't think was a good coach for many guys on that roster. Yeah. I can forgive him for not being a great defender. Like th- that dude can really shoot and he's a mm-hmm. big dude who can really shoot and I think that there's a lot of value to that in the right situation, but next to Vucevic and next to Zach Levine, it just can't work. It cannot work. It is just like, how are you going to defend with, with those two guys as your big guys? You're not. You can't. You're no. not. Your you offense could be fun, but it just doesn't work defensively. And so I think he can be a helpful piece somewhere that needs a stretch big that could use a little more shooting. But, yeah, that's that's the wrong fit. Um, and, and I think Chicago rightfully will decline to match. But I also think, like, he could be good somewhere else. Yeah, he granted it was a small sample size because they only played 14 games before the All Star break. Uh, but he averaged 19 a game before the All Star break on 65% true shooting. That's phenomenal. Post All Star break, with a lot of Vucevic in the mix, 11 and a half points per game, uh, and he dropped about five percentage points uh, in terms of his true shooting percentage. Like he just fell off a cliff. He became such a non-priority for them. And he played a bunch too. Like played like twenty four minutes a game. Played thirty seven games. They started him a bunch, but that's just man. That's not a fit anymore. Uh, but he's a legit seven footer who shot forty percent from three last year on yeah. high volume. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know? he can. Yeah, like, you're right. He can really shoot the ball. Um, and it's not just standstill stuff. Like he can he can pick and pop a little bit. Like I'd be, I kind of like I like Lowry Marketing more than the average guy. And I just think pissed. he's been underutilized for a lot of his career if he gets less than davis bertans which i think he will i would be pissed if i was larry marketing 
But Bertans is an elite, elite, elite shooter. Markinen is just that weird, like, very good shooter who's not quite elite. I mean, Bertans wasn't that elite this year after he got that that's, bag. That's facts. Yeah. That is he, factual. You know, he was he was actually worse percentage-wise than uh, than Lowry Markinen. Bertans. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one on the board. Gary Trent Jr. in Toronto. He might have a huge payday coming. Uh, Jay. Match or dispatch if you're Toronto with Gary Trent Jr. I think you put yourself in a position where you kind of have to match. Yeah. Um, and I think they will match. I just think, and I, I think he's a pretty good fit for them because they have OG, they have Pascal Siakam, they have guys with a lot of length around Scotty him. Barnes. I love Gary Trent's game. If he were like three inches taller, he'd be a perfect piece anywhere and I, I still think his combination of competitiveness and three-point shooting can be useful anywhere yeah um if he were three inches taller he'd be getting a hundred million dollars this summer oh he'd be the perfect three and d yeah and a little more guy right um but yeah i, I i'm a huge gary Trent jr fan I, I think that was that was a weird trade with the norm powell thing yeah, they I, really, I just felt like really Gary Trent was in. a good fit next to Dane. Yeah, they went all in with offense on that. Um, Trey, match or dispatch if you're Toronto with Gary Trent Jr.? Dispatch. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. He wants, to get, he wants to get paid, but, like, I like, you know, let let, let the kid from Seattle rock, Malcolm. Um, who, who did they draft? They drafted Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes is a one. Let Scotty Barnes rock at the one. Yeah, do he got to go. Not yet. I'm let, he a point do forward, bro. I'm cool. Yeah, but let him not rock. in the NBA. Not I'm yet. Letting Scotty Barnes Maybe rock, one day. Bro. I'm letting Scotty Barnes rock. I'm, I'm throwing him in the fire like J.K. So you throw, you're throwing Fred Van Bleet at the two, Scotty yeah. Barnes at the one, OG and, and yeah. Pascal at the forwards, and then what, Boucher Pascal at the, at the five? He out of there. He out of there. I'm trading him. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I would probably trade Pascal, too. Yeah, it's cool. I'd but see no, what I, I, ain't pay, I ain't paying, I ain't paying, I ain't paying um, Trent Jr. what he want because he want a bag. What, so what's the maximum you get, give him? Like, if he got, like, 60 over four years, is that something you'd be willing to do, or is that too much? He worth it. I can't I can't say that he not worth yeah. it, but I, if I'm Toronto, no. If I just drafted Scotty Barnes, no. I want I want him the primary ball hand. He I know what he can do. Yeah. But you have so you have OG who who in, can shoot in a little. Two thousand three, LeBron. How um, what's the name? Um, let him rock at the point four. You're Remember talking about Giannis. You're talking about LeBron. This is Scotty Barnes, man. I'm <laughs> not comparing him to them players. I'm just saying, giving him the opportunity to like grow. Yeah, like, that, that's fair. You're That's trading fair. Kyle Lowry, bro. It's not no cornerstone pieces there to be like, oh, we're going to win a championship. Let him rock. <laughs> okay, the, the other side of that, Siakam isn't really a floor spacer. OG can shoot a little now, but isn't really a floor spacer. Not a high-volume guy. Gary Trent is a shooter. Like that's you, cool. You have to respect him, and that that's, that can help. Cool, that can help a, another non-shooter like well, Scotty Barnes. Jay, I guess Jay, the, you just paid Fran. You just paid Fred Van Vliet. You gonna throw out another bag to a little guard that can't defend like that? I mean, he can't defend, but like he not. Come on, I'm not paying. I'm not paying that much for another guard, a little guard. I I guess it depends on like how much. How much did Van Vliet get? Eighty. Eighty over four, something like that. Eighty four over and, four. And, and Trent Junior gonna get that too. I mean, if he's getting that, that I'm not giving him 20 a year for bro, sure. He gonna get it. That's, Zach. that's he wild. gonna get it. That's wild. and that's wildest, and that's why I'm saying no. Yeah. I just trust on you know uh, Malachi Flynn, Scotty. You know what I'm saying? And, and and go get somebody like Campaign just to just even be there, just security, and, just and, in case somebody get hurt. And to your point, the the Raptors developmental staff has done a great job over the year of finding hidden gems. Yeah. And, and developing guys Boucher, like Terrence Davis, like, like OG yeah. Boucher. Yeah, yeah like exactly. th there, there are a lot of guys that have gone there. Siakam's w probably the, the prime example, right? Who haven't been much. And they've so, yeah, if you'd rather do get a, a cheaper guy and you trust that you'll be able to develop somebody, but I just feel like they traded for Trent. Not I just think they plan for vibes right now, though, Jay. That's all you feel me. Like this is the problem with having Drake nothing. as your basketball ambassador. Like you can't. Everything's about vibes. vibes. 
Like they're not they're not <laughs> playing for any meaningful. If they're if if Kyle is actually out of the uniform tomorrow, yeah, pack it up. Just give Scotty the keys. Yeah, I think I think with with me like, so if Toronto is trying to be good next year, I think you got to match. But I wouldn't feel comfortable matching anything over sixty over four, right? Like to me, that's the max you can give a player like that. And maybe he will get more, but man, that just seems like so much money to me. So much money. Um, all right. What about Bruce Brown in Brooklyn? Trey, match or dispatch? I, lo- I love what Bruce was for that team. He was so good for them. Oh, but, my God. But he's going to be expensive. But they, but it's all funny money with them at this point anyway, right? Like, like they, they between... KD, Harden, Kyrie, and Joe Harris. Like they're right. all they're already in the tax. Like I, to me, it's just like yeah. you may as well just keep adding on to it. You got a billionaire. Like, to, yeah, to, I'm sure. To, but I'm seeing like them go get Rudy Gay or something like that. I see them going to get like Brent Forbes. I see them getting guys like, you know, especially if you can do the sign and trade with Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. With somebody. You know what I'm saying? That gives them a little bit more breathing room than this other stuff. Um, but I again it's hard to I felt like Bruce Brown's presence on that team was so felt and it's only right to bring him back. I would match for him for sure. Cause I I think he's such a, a Swiss Army knife for them, can do so many different things and they need right. that type of dude. Yeah, I also gonna, wonder what the market will be for him because I don't think he could play that role almost anywhere else. Uh, it would have like, to be a place that's got a bunch of stars. For sure. Yeah, he thrives. Well, you know what, he though? thrives next to stars when they can be the shooters and he can just thrive in the cracks. Like he I think is I think I think he goes back to being a guard though, Jay. Maybe, but is he good as a guard? <laughs> yeah, you know? he was solid for Detroit as a guard. Brooklyn was the first time they used him like that because he just didn't have no place to put him. Once they lost Spencer, like, you know, it was kind of eat with your hands type situation and, and, and get the scrap off the table because <laughs> this is who you're playing with. But, yeah, no, nah, he can play point. He not, he not, like I said, he's not a sexy point guard, but he can play the one. Right. You know, he's a guard. He was a guard. It's just that they was using him like a 24-hour fitness big man. So... <laughs> Here's what it is. Um, <laughs> Jay, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're matching. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think the price is going to be huge. There, there's probably a certain number that that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I just think he's really valuable to them because he plays defense. He does all the dirty stuff. He can play as a big man. And, like, let's be honest, Blake Blake Griffin, who knows where he'll go. Is is he going to end up back in Brooklyn? He's got to resign. I think he's resigned but, for cheap. And he he's obviously a a big piece of of what they did, what they were, and I just think there are a lot of question marks about what they do in that front court around Kyrie, KD, and James Harden. And yeah. to me, I wouldn't want to lose a depth piece on a team that's very thin. Uh, with their lack of wings and just lack of players on this team at this point, for the Lakers and and Taylor Horton Tucker, it's an obvious match, right? You have to. What? Nah, he out of there. Sign and trade him. Ooh, that, you got to that... sign and trade. You you got to sign and trade him because for one, he's he's given what he's given, but like I'm not giving up on him. But I'll let him rock somewhere else just because they in win now mode and they need more help. So yeah, I, well, I, yeah. He, I would, he I, would, I, would use, I would use that for. So, I would use that for all shooters. Yeah, he's streaky. Like he can he's he can do all around stuff, but it's just not. It's not consistent enough. You yeah, know? he's been a ba- um, he's been a bad shooter this whole time. Just 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 go trade, sign and trade him for for a good shooter. Ooh, interesting. You, you cannot let him go for nothing. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, right. so that's yeah. what I said. A sign and trade. Yeah, but well, if they, but if he doesn't play along with that, Hill. if if he doesn't play along with that, then you have to you have to match. Yeah, because they just have no one. Right. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Marcus Gasol's the best shooter. Like they can't. I mean, they'll resign Caruso to whatever he wants. He's going to get paid because he has all the leverage with the Lakers. 
they yeah, those, those they Lakers guys are lucky, man. Oh my God, yeah, all those free agents for the Lakers, man. You can you can cash out here. Um, all These right. guys need me far more than they should need two, me. Two more, John Collins in Atlanta. John Collins match or dispatch, and the issue with the Collins Hawks future has mostly been he wants a max deal, and they don't want to give him a max deal, but they might they might have no choice now, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> This is another weird one. He's like a Lonzo situation where they have put out vibes for so long that they don't really believe in him. And then he just keeps playing well. He keeps improving. This past year, they used him differently. Them getting than, to the conference finals fucked this whole thing up for them with his contract. Yeah, but if they got knocked out by the Knicks in the first round, like I think it's so palatable to if he decides to walk and you're like, we can't match this big deal that he got elsewhere and all this stuff. Like, but the fact that they got to the conference finals, you have to keep that together. It, it kind of reminds me of the, the Raptors situation when, when, when you Jerry first got there and, and he was going to tear down everything. And then, what he trade Rudy Gay and trade then Rudy all of a sudden they got won. good. Yeah, they t- and he's <laughs> like, he's like, okay, let's let's pivot. Like we we can pivot into building around these guys. We're going to be good. And I think Atlanta is obviously a little different because they went out and got veterans and they wanted to win last year. But like they did not consider John Collins from all the reports of a substantial part of their future. They were interested in moving on. Well, he's good and he fits. Yeah. And and he can be a part of a winner and he's proven that he can evolve and and be more of a perimeter guy. He's proven that he can play alongside Clint Capella, who's who's a starting center. Like I, I just think he's played his way into a big contract with them, even though they were reluctant the whole time. Would you match a max offer sheet? If someone tries to go super aggressive and take him away with a with a max offer sheet, yeah, probably because max max for young guys off that like, first one, yeah. There's no like kickers or anything like that. There's no super max like. Yeah. It's not the same as like forty plus million for Russell Westbrook, right? You know, right? It's it's totally different. Where it's it's not going to absolutely kill you. And normally you're getting the best four years of a guy's career if if you do sign him to that contract so yeah i i think you have to if he does get that that type of offer trey match or dispatch with john collins in atlanta oh, i've been screaming match since day one when the, when the first things uh fell through they have to stick together they're gonna take such a step back by not keeping him yeah yeah i think i think because they had that playoff success you it's at this point they're they're backed into a corner and they, yeah, and they and just I- absolutely have to and I think they also felt like Gallinari was going to like come in and, yes. and supplant him in yes. some ways. Yeah. And that never happened. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and Gallo was like a little slower, uh, maybe a little chunkier. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Collins just had the best year of his career in a new role. Yeah. Collins. I mean, salute to Collins, man. He never really complained about any of it, at least publicly. Right. And they never b- believed in him. And he just kind of made people believe in him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he like the whole bet on yourself thing. It, it worked out for him. Um, and then last one, last one before we go, match or dispatch? Jay, your boy, Duncan Robinson in Miami. Yeah, match, match. Because here's the thing, shooters, like you just need them, <laughs> and they're so valuable. And and if you have a great team, especially, which is what Miami is trying to build, they're always in the market for a star, and they're always going to be looking for someone to put next to Jimmy, for someone to put next to Bam. Shooters in those situations are supremely valuable, and especially one like Duncan Robinson. What if he's getting, like, who, Joe Harris money? Who is it? Yeah, yeah. I could look not. At, look I at could how, not disagree more. Look how valuable Joe Harris was. I you may not have. You may may not have agreed, but he was. I mean, obviously those other guys are great, but right, but, but you, Joe you Harris, don't have KD and Kyrie. You don't have James. He Harden, unlocked like, so much for them, but but Duncan Robinson unlocked so much for Jimmy. He unlocked so much for Bam. If they get Kyle Lowry, he'll unlock so much for him. I just think shooters are so valuable and. He, he has he has holes but to me he's a better shooter even than joe harris um maybe maybe but here's the thing is is like we talked about with toronto miami 
your whole thing is we can find guys and and build them up. But you can't find like Duncan Robinson is rare. How right. many how many guys of his shooting caliber are there in the league? Very few. Right, but they also like they they played that game of like oh we got to keep Tyler Johnson, we got to keep Deion Waiters, we got to keep Hassan Whiteside. We built these guys like and how'd that turn out? I think you got to let him go. Trey, but would he's you, not would, Hassan Whiteside or like he's legitimately one of the three best shooters in the league. Yeah, Four? But you can't find another dude to build up like that. No, how, how many guys like that? Honestly, Max how many Struce, guys in the league Max are better? Struce can't can't be that guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean. <laughs> a few years ago, if, if you had told me Duncan Robinson would be the top five right, shooter exactly. in the league, I'd be like, who the hell is Duncan Robinson? Right, Actually, exactly. I, I knew who he was because he was a New England prep school guy and played at Williams College and all that. But I, I would have thought there's no chance in hell. But, I mean, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. He's he's the rare case. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sucker for shooters, but I just think he's super important. He was super important on the team that went to the finals. Yeah. And, and he that year, like they were obviously built on Jimmy and Bam, but they were also built on not just the shooting, but the movement and the attention mm-hmm. he drew. Yeah, for sure. Trey, would you match or dispatch Duncan Robinson if you're the Heat? Match. Can't let that shooter go. Even though he's admitted Don't. that he he worries he has imposter syndrome. Not yeah, anymore. I mean, s- I mean, at this point, I think I think that's Cap. I think he's got confidence. I think he's walking around with the NBA player. He's probably ignoring fans and shoving them like LeBron now at this point. <laughs> you know, I think I think that, we're about that's it. a swaggy preppy white boy. If if Tyler Hero appears with Jack Harlow one more time, he is forever. Gonna, he is forever going to be one they, four on no, this podcast and need, not and not his need, name. They need to ship his ass. He's got to go, somewhere. man. It's, they don't. They I don't think they even want him there. I don't think Jimmy he wants him there anymore. Like, like I think he his time is up if they can get. get he got to go to like Utah. You guys are all the way out on Hero just like that. No, I'm not out on him, but he's just distracted. He can't he be. He, be no he can't city. be good there. Not in that city. He need. I think I, I'm with you. He needs to go like Sacramento or Utah or so. He needs to go to not a destination. I think he a crack and sack if he played in. He he would he'd be he would he'd be cool and sack. <laughs> he would crack and sack for sure. He, he'd be whacking sack. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Basket Buds <laughs> edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast he'd be like Network. Shack and sack. Make sure, yeah, the owner shack and sack. <laughs> that's what he would be. Make sure you subscribe to The Athletic for all your free agency news and analysis. Make sure you are subscribed to The Athletic because it's the best sports coverage out there. Give five-star reviews to all the podcasts and make sure you're checking out all the podcasts, including all the team-specific shows, no dunks, everything we got here at The Athletic. For Trevon Edwards, for Jay King, I'm Zach Harper. Keep it locked in on The Athletic. The Athletic.